0: You've got to remember that first question, Mm -hmm. you know, you need to ask yourself, brand or individual, doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. You know, fame is a good thing, Mm -hmm. not a bad thing. Why do you want it? Why? Why do I want fame? For what reason?
1: The Alpha Talks podcast crafts you and your business into an alpha, not for the faint-hearted. I am Seyfield Hakim, serial entrepreneur and your success mentor, founder of the alpha movement, and people call me the alpha. And that's for a reason, of course. With 20 plus years of experience and eight figures portfolio of businesses, myself and the show guests will be striking thunder of top-notch listening in business and mindset. No bull, just first class value, not like others. So join us now to become your own version of an alpha. Welcome back alphas to a new inspiring episode of the alpha talks podcast. Today in the studio I've got a very special alpha for you today. Today we have the honor of hosting a true luminary in the world of media and entertainment. A man whose name resonates with Hollywood glamour and a global fame. Our guest today is Shiraz Hassan. He's not just a media personality and an entrepreneur. He's a visionary who has carved the path of unprecedented success in an industry where fame is both currency and commodity. Hailing from London, Shiraz's journey is nothing short of remarkable. From running 24 hours family restaurant, to becoming a key architect in the careers of some of the biggest names in Hollywood, Shiraz is the name synonymous with innovation and disruption. Founder of fame by Shiraz, is not only a maestro in orchestrating media miracles, but a strategic genius who has shaped the careers of icons like Kim Kardashian, Jennifer Lopez, Logan Paul, and many more. From receiving the Media and Communication Company of the Year's award at Virtue Zone Award to being honored with a prestigious UAE Golden Visa, Shiraz is a trailblazer who has left a mark on a global stage. Today we delve into his incredible journey, the challenges and the triumphs and the wisdom he has gained along the way. So fasten your seatbelts and as we embark on enlightening conversation with the man who has mastered the art of making stars and brands shine brighter than ever. The one and only Shiraz Hassan. Thank you for joining us today in the Alpha Talks podcast. Uh, It's a pleasure. pleasure. It's about time. Yeah, it's Uh, been long waiting. uh, Thank you for coming. All good, brother. Uh, Shiraz, before we start, let's say people, once we broadcast the episode, they will see the thumbnail, they will see the title. They will think it's 100% interesting. So what can we promise them today that they will gain if they gave us their
0: time? So number one, I'm going to teach you everything, the lessons I've learned for the last 20 years, building the most famous stars in the world. Cool. I'm going to give you a blueprint. What does that look like? Yeah. Uh, what did I do to make Kim Kardashian famous? What did I do to get Jennifer Lopez paid $2 million for 20 minutes work? What did I do to take Logan Paul from subscribers on YouTube to a billionaire where he is today? You want to tune into something like this because you want to know.
1: Stay tuned, that's gonna be something very interesting. Shiraz, let's start. How are you today first? I'm good, brother. I'm Man, good. we had a lovely conversation even before uh, starting the podcast. I wish we recorded it. So let's start and say, can you tell us who Shiraz from your perspective?
0: So from my perspective, yeah. uh, Shiraz is a media beast. Oh shit. <laughs> oh <laughs> Let's shit. start there. Yeah. yeah. But that beast came with pain. Mm-hmm. It came with 20 years of knowledge, an experience to understand what does it really take to become famous.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: over two decades of working in the business of media and entertainment, I come from a very humble background. I'm a very humble guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can see I'm not into designer. I don't see a watch. Yeah. Or you see a tattoo. I see a tattoo, of course. Of them. Yeah, okay? uh-huh. Which is worth more than any yeah. Bugatti, any <laughs> AP watch, any Richard <laughs> Mille, It's also yeah. outshine any of that. Yeah. But It's been a very interesting journey that I'd love to share with all of your fans and followers because you can avoid a lot of mistakes Mm -hmm. and you can save a lot of time and money to get to your journey of fame.
1: Love it. I love the name actually, Fame. But let's go a little bit backwards to your beginning in London and working in the restaurant. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about this and how did it affect your, in general, entrepreneurial journey?
0: Yeah, so I was 16 when I started working in my family restaurant business. My father passed away when I was 16, Mm -hmm. so I was forced to leave school. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't complete my education, basic level of education I couldn't. Mm -hmm. I left school, Mm -hmm. and I went straight to uh, working in my family restaurant. And I was 16 at the time. My mother was running the business, and I I was not happy. You know, every day I was going in the early hours of the morning, Mm -hmm. 5, 6 a.m., like 3 in the afternoon, working nonstop with my mom. And I said, I don't want to do this. You know, I really did not want to. Work there and I saw my mom kind of, she did it because to keep herself yeah. occupied, my father passed away, it was good for her, you know, keeping mm-hmm. her just keeping her focused. Do you have right? brothers and sisters? I have or an elder brother, um, you know, who's an accountant. Uh, so I said, okay, I'll quit school, I'll stay with mom. So I continued working in the restaurant business and I was so sad, to be honest, because I couldn't finish school. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm here, you know, I wanna, I wanna do something different. <laughs> So I said to my family, and at that time, we were opening from 6 in the morning till 3 p.m.,
2: mm-hmm. just That's five it. days a week. Mm-hmm.
0: And I said to my mom, I said, I'm going to go 24 hours. I'm going to go online." And my mom was looking at me, and I was in central London where the offices are. Mm-hmm. So there's no action after like 7, 8 p.m. Yeah. I said, no, I want to do this. So I started my journey, and I said, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to open 24 hours. Did I make any money in the beginning? No. Zero. Did customers come? No. Homeless people? Yes. <laughs> which I have to feed them for free. Okay. So I had no business. Yeah. None. You know? And every day I'm going, I'm coming home, late hours of the morning. And my mom is telling me, What did you do? And yeah. you know, my brother, who's an accountant, he's this worried about zero. the electric bill. Exactly. And fixed the gas cost. bill. <laughs> the fixed he's like cost. doing my head in yeah. and like saying, Shiraz, you know, this is costing us more of you and your dream of staying open all night. I said, no, I, I, this is my vision. I want to do this. So I kept on doing it, kept on doing it, kept on doing it. Make, I mean, no money. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. I mean, I, we made a little bit of money in the daytime. And in the nighttime, barely, you know, five pounds Oof. for a six, seven hour shift. Ten pounds. No way. Twenty pounds. But you kept. Twenty five pounds. It. Thirty pounds. Fifty pounds. Like, wow, I just hit jackpot. Right. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm going to do this. And my destiny changed when first of all i was praying nonstop. Mm -hmm. okay so i'll tell you one thing prayer is very powerful okay Mm. because i prayed and i prayed and i prayed and i prayed so i've always learned from a young age that don't ask human being ask god for whatever Mm. you want okay Mm. a very young age and um I'd pray for customers. I, I even put salt on the doorstep. Let me No way. Them. Oh, I went there. <laughs> there were no customers. Bro. Yeah. I was homeless people coming. <laughs> so I was purifying that, right? Some customers. And, I was, and I was nothing, nothing, right? And then one day, a taxi driver comes in and mm. says, uh, Can I have a, I'll never forget. He said, I want a tuna sweet corn sandwich on brown bread with a little bit of mayonnaise and a coffee. I said, Okay, no problem. I said, You know you what? Remember you remember it. You sit that down. Day. I said, You sit down. Let's talk. I said, i got the whole night. He said, no, I want it right now, right now, right now. I said, okay, so I made it for him, oh, and then man. he ran off, right? And he's sitting in his taxi, eating this sandwich, and I'm sitting there thinking, man, do I have a personality yeah, problem yeah. here, man? There's something <laughs> wrong with me. I'm giving him a seating, sit down, relax. I'm but he's sitting in the car. And he's in the car, and I knock on the window, and I said, you know, listen, you can, even if you don't want to sit inside my restaurant, come sit outside. There's yeah. a couple of chairs there. You know, hang out with me, bro. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. you know? i can't even give it for free. You want an extra <laughs> refill? Let's go. I'm bored, right? And he said, no, I'm listening to Caesar the Giza. I have to listen to this guy. I said, who the hell is Caesar the Giza? <laughs> he said, you don't know Caesar the Giza? He's the number one radio shock jock in the whole of London. And he has one million listeners right now. And I said, hold on a minute. It's three in the morning. One million. And yeah. there's one million people awake. And I'm open. <laughs> I need to meet Caesar. Mm-hmm. who the hell is this guy because this guy just like ran from me right so i'll never forget the next few nights and i'm going back rotary phone
2: mm-hmm. okay yeah, yeah. i'm
0: ringing this radio station ringing ringing no one's picking this up. no one's picking up. and then finally one day the guy picks up caesar the geezer live on kiss no fm way, london <laughs> who do What's i nice? have to speak to i said my name is shiraz i panicked i'd never done radio i'd never done media I got so nervous, I read my menu. No I way. said, I'm open. I'm open 24 hours. I sell burgers. I sell breakfast. The guy's thinking I'm weirdo. <laughs> who's this, this, this weirdo <laughs> pitching me his menu, right? I said, I'm open. He said, Okay, you're already open. He said, I'm coming there tomorrow, two o'clock, 2 a.m. I'll be there. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. Boom. And he cut me off. Next day, I start my shift. From midnight, lines no of way. people coming in to meet this guy. 16 years old haven't finished my education i'm broke capital b Mm -hmm. not making any money and i realized at that age the power of fame (sighs) someone who had a microphone just like this Mm -hmm. could influence people to come to my restaurant and line up to meet him and i'm making money at 16 and next day the guy shows up my restaurant's packed customers making money. Everything's crazy. Everyone's seeing him. And I literally said to him, I said, what can I do for you?
1: Mm. I don't have money. Come every day.
0: Please promote me. <laughs> you got to do something for me. I said, "The all I can do for you is I can feed you. Every day, I will come to your radio station and I'll feed your whole crew. Every day you work and I won't charge you one penny. Just give me a shout out. Just please to your listeners, let them know that I'm open. He said, okay, I'll, I'll, I accept the deal I want a cell phone which was a Motorola yeah, box of course, back yeah. then a fax machine it was a cell phone fax machine and a laptop he asked for these You yeah. give me these payoli, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> there's no free lunch <laughs> I tried free lunch there ain't no free lunch Nothing. get me those three items and you feed me it's around 15 of us sometimes 20 people in the studio mm. I'm gonna order wherever I want if you do that, I'm gonna promote you, okay? And I never see him again. I then tell my brother. I said, "Bro, you, I've met this guy." Blah blah. blah. My brother's a very simple accountant, numbers, numbers guy, bro. Numbers he star, loves yeah. X, Excel. Turns yeah. on. I mean, he's that kind of dude, yeah. right? He loves Excel, right? So I'm saying, well, listen, you know, we gotta buy this thing, whatever. Anyway, I convinced him. Mm-hmm. I said, let's do whatever it takes. Let me try work with this guy. So my brother used his savings. He got everything. He liquidated what he had to do back then with the one really credit cards. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He got his salaries or whatever. And he was an accountant and he gave me the money. So I bought this stuff and then called the guy. I said, like, okay, I have what you want. Okay, I'm coming. The next day he came, nighttime. He didn't tell him when he was coming. He took the fax machine, the cell phone and the laptop. And he said, okay, every morning, I'm going to give you a message of what I want to eat. And you're going to bring it every no morning. Freedom. And you're gonna walk in, and when you walk in, you're that delivery guy, and you're gonna plug what you just brought for me, and you're gonna say where your address is and where you're open, and you're gonna do it every single day. I went from making fifty pounds
2: a day, no,
0: yeah. a night, to over fifty thousand pounds a week. No way. Okay, in a space of about three months, mm-hmm. I became the number one hotspot in the whole of London. No, way. because taxi drivers listened to him. He had a loyal following. When people get in a taxi in London, they're hungry late at night, where should we go to eat? Mm -hmm. They're bringing them to me. So business just skyrocketed in a short period of time. And that was my PhD. Wow. To learn the power of a microphone and what fame can do to a business or to someone's career or to someone's finances. And from that, those humble beginnings, I've used those principles Today that are now working on some of the biggest people in the world of pop culture history. Wow. But it started from a humble beginning where I saw the power of influence. And back then it was radio. I loved that. Today it's podcasts. Of course. Same influence. Different mediums, different social mediums, wow. but it was still the same. So I came from a very humble background. Um restaurant business expanded, mm-hmm. blew up, making money, you know, and I said to my mom. That I want to go to the center of influence. Mm-hmm. Hollywood. US. I want to go. And mom was like, come on, making money. Life's amazing. Everything's fine. And I said, no, I want to go. I want to go. So I decided, and I told my mom, I'm going to go to Hajj. I'm going to perform Hajj. Oh, really? Yes. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to the mountain. I'm going to Mecca. I'm going to Medina. And I'm going to pray. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pray so hard. And I'm getting on that plane. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to LA. I'm going to go to wherever this biggest microphone is. I'm going. Because mm-hmm. I saw what happened on a very small scale. Imagine if I can crack the biggest microphone in the world. That's Hollywood. Exactly. I want to go. Book the tickets. Performing my hudge. Mm-hmm. Never forget. There was a man sitting next to me 20 years ago. Okay. By the way, I still speak to this man once a month no way he's a mulana in his 80s Mm -hmm. okay he's like a priest Mm -hmm. muslim very very spiritual man i'm praying for so much material stuff bro when i was in hajj hollywood there's one guy no one guy in front of him i didn't know Uh it that shiraz what are you doing asking god for all this stuff bro you're in a mountain man you should be crying You're asking for LA, you're asking for Hollywood, you're asking for this, you're asking for that. And he started telling me off, this Mm -hmm. man. And this holy man, priest, Mulana,
2: says, keep asking.
0: God. Don't stop. Whatever you want, you only ask God. And I said, are you sure? Because he's telling me, he said, ask whatever you want from God. Whatever you want, you're going to ask from God. And in that moment, of course, I doubled down yeah. on my ass, bro. <laughs> he went, told me to ask. I'm
1: continuing. I went
0: harder, <laughs> right? I went and went and went. And that's it. I was ready. I'm going to go back to London. I'm booking my ticket. I'm off to LA. I already know. It's in, it's in my system now. I'm going, right? I was wired. I was, you know, I was really in the wow. zone spiritually. I said, I'm going to go. Get back. Family, they all come as we do. Relatives doing their farewells. He's going to America. Blah blah blah. Okay, and saying their goodbyes to me. Oof. I said, it, "That's it." And the next day, I'm about to leave. 9/11 happens. No, 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 no. <laughs> Your and prayers I, were I, very I, strong, I, I, you know. <laughs> like, wow. I said, "Are you kidding me right now?" It's my dream is it's gone. There's no way. You could not even think about coming to America, Muslim. Exactly, exactly. 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 Okay? Yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't even. You, yeah. know, what I mean? you know what I'm saying? It's like you, you're not going to go. You're not going to America. And I said to my mom, "I'm going. You cannot stop me. I have to do this. I have to do this." All of my family thought I was nuts. All of them thought I was crazy. You had that strong belief. I ah. didn't care, bro. It was in my system because ah. I communicate to God, and if I'm communicating to a higher power, and ah. God said it's okay, from 16 Nothing's years not- old, you can't break me. Yeah. I don't get impressed from a young kid yeah. because it's, it's in my DNA mm-hmm. that whatever I want, I'm going to ask from God. Whatever I want, human being can't give me. And if they do give it, it's because God chosen True. for that human to give it to me. True. So there's the ultimate power. And I said, I'm going to go. And literally, I said my goodbyes to my mom. As soon as things settled down, mm-hmm. I think it was in October uh-huh. of 2001. So it's like a month yeah. five, six weeks after 9-11. Straight, I came to Los Angeles landed in la absolutely no idea i thought pamela anderson was going to wait for me <laughs> lax yeah i was waiting for that yeah. red carpet brother where was she where was she because where i was all hyped up i passed through hell, hollywood. I'm, sorry, yeah. I'm like here yeah, i'm like you know the first time i ever went to hollywood boulevard i'm like screaming i'm so excited i'm in hollywood and i'm like where's hollywood and they said well you're here well there's Bum's on the street, this homeless, <laughs> Nothing, yeah. people are threatening you, whatever. It's like, it's, it's, you got a crooked Spider-Man with a big belly, lookalike. I mean, where's Hollywood? And I was like, oh my God. And my mom's calling me saying, Shiraz Mubarak. Hi, yeah. How are you? <laughs> Hollywood. My son's in Hollywood. right? And I'm like, and I'm 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 like struggling, like- bro. I'm like, wow, man, this is the ultimate hype machine. People leave from all over the world for a sign mm-hmm. on a mountain Hollywood. that yeah. says Hollywood. And I'm like, oh my God. So when I first came there, I was trying to break down the, why do people come to Hollywood? Mm -hmm. What's the reason? I came for a microphone of influence. Mm -hmm. And I would look at the mountain. I'd look at the mountain. i think, why would people come from all over the world? Movies, music, it's entertainment, celebrities are here. And then I said, no, they want to become famous. Mm -hmm. That's why they come to Hollywood. They come to LA. It's not about the movies. Yeah. I can name you you know 10 people who have won oscars you've true. probably never even heard of them mm-hmm, and grammys no yeah. fame so my first beginnings of entering the united states started getting into the business was everybody comes here for the magnet of fame so then literally i worked very hard i worked in cookie stores i did selling flowers. But
1: you wanted to go
0: towards I didn't care fame. how I wanted, I wanted to, how do I control it? Mm-hmm. I was in a mountain, brother, mm-hmm. in Saudi, asking God, how do I control people to become famous? God honest truth. Yeah. I'm asking that prayer. Mm-hmm. I told you, he gave me the blessing, right? to yeah. <laughs> <Here go. laughs> I was asking for <laughs> specifics. Yeah. Zero clue. Didn't know anyone. How I was going to do it. What was my strategy? I had no idea. How can I learn from what that guy did mm-hmm. on the radio station in London? I want to How? There's a formula behind this. I got to figure this out. And if it's for people to become famous, those people can then promote products, they can promote things. And True. then if you control that, then you know that's what you want to do. Wow. So, but when I when I when I was trying this, it was like very difficult. I was working my beginning jobs were selling flowers. Mm-hmm. I was the best salesman, bro. Selling flowers i would go up to you in a restaurant with your lovely partner <laughs> wife girlfriend and i would put bouquet in her arms, arms bro and
1: make you pay and
0: i would say this is on behalf of your loved one maybe tonight he hasn't told you that he loves you but i've been sent here to give you this beautiful gift of flowers for him just he might not have said it right now how much he loves you bro i was banking i was the flower guy bro i was that guy that you're like you probably don't want to go to that restaurant oh my god here he is is that dude again i was that guy i was making my money Mm -hmm. making my money on tips then i worked in a cookie shop and i was working 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 hustling 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 and then i was staying at a relative's house Mm -hmm. and i said to the relative and i said look you know i said i want to watch some hollywood stuff and he Mm -hmm. was hardcore bollywood this guy right hardcore Mm -hmm. right Imagine I'm in LA, I've seen no American movies, I've seen no American music, all I'm watching is Bollywood, Mm -hmm. Bollywood, Bollywood, Bollywood. and literally I'm watching this uh, program, and I said to him, I said, I've never seen any American content Mm -hmm. on this. I said, I want to be the first guy that brings Hollywood content to Bollywood. Mm -hmm. I'm that guy. I just looked at my uncle. But why did you want to connect the because I'm sitting there, brainwashed with Bollywood nonstop in Uh, Hollywood, seeing no American content. So I said, why can't Indian people, Middle Eastern people, have Hollywood content? Why can't they? Why are we only watching Indians? And literally the next day, I picked up the phone. I co-called the the CEO of that TV channel. Mm -hmm. In less than a week, I got a meeting with him. Same day in that meeting, I signed a contract to get my own TV show that will broadcast to over half a billion people in 130 countries called Tinseltown, the name of my restaurant. No way. And they said, this is the biggest platform we're going to give you. You can bring us Hollywood. We're going to give you the airtime. But what did you give them on the table? I just told them me. I said, I'm going, if you can, if you can give me a distribution platform, remember, yeah. microphone. Mm-hmm. I said, if you can give me the TV, if you can give me access to this airtime, I will get you the content. I'll sign the paper. I'll do whatever it takes. That's my job. If I don't deliver, you lose. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to make the deal even better. Don't pay me. Just give me some time in the show that I can sell, make some cash to pay for my costs. So I'm giving you zero risk. And they all looked at each other and they said, listen, this is probably the most weirdest deal we have ever signed (laughs) The company was Eros. Yeah. By the way, biggest wow. company yeah, yeah. in Bollywood, buzz, of course. biggest B for you, biggest. And they said it's his to lose. If he doesn't give us content, it was all bullshit. Fine, but we're going to still go on. These are like the Warner Brothers of India, and he'll continue. And he's out. Or if he delivers, mm. we've given him a platform. So I then get back to LA. I'm like the Dada, the Don, the Boss, the Alpha talks. Uh-huh. Bro. <laughs> i'm a producer of the platform yeah. i have a show that's it done 8 p.m uh-huh. prime time worldwide all the <sighs> indians everyone will know me blah 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 and then it hit me i don't have a camera i don't know what i'm doing i have a contract and i'm like no shit. Way. i have to make this happen i have like six seven weeks bro until my air date and i'll never forget i went to a camera shop in los angeles mm-hmm. called sammy's camera mm-hmm. And I'm walking around, and I thought I was Spielberg. Okay, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And the guy comes back with a bloody couple hundred thousand dollar bill, and I'm like, oh God, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And there's one guy, his name's called Christian, and he said to me, I'm a filmmaker. He said, I have various projects in various stages of development, mm-hmm. okay? Today, by the way, that's absolute. BS, it means nothing. But at the time, someone just landed. Exactly. And says, various uh, projects uh, and development. Hey, I'm here. No, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I got impressed. I was like, okay, let's go. You know, I said, look, I have this contract. I've signed this show, Bollywood, blah, blah, blah. He got all pumped up. And I said, look, I do a side job selling cookies. You get free cookies. Okay. No You way. take some of my tip <laughs> you money. You
1: bartered. <laughs>
0: I bartered cookies, bro, from Mrs. Fields, yeah. bro. And my tip money. And I made him a, a partner of my show. That if money comes in, you make money with me. Let's do it. So he shook my hand. We done a deal. Problem was he had the camera equipment. He had the editing. Mm-hmm. He had everything. He didn't have content. So now the only content I had was Spider Man with a big belly on Hollywood Boulevard. I had no. Superman that looked <laughs> weird. Okay, I had every look alike on Hollywood Boulevard, but I didn't have footage. I didn't have stars. And I'm like, damn. And then the guys from the network. Mm-hmm. Shiraz, how's it going? Amazing. <laughs> and of course, it's amazing. It's California, brother. <laughs> uh, Pamela Anderson's just hanging out on the beach. Come on, she's running with her red suit. Let's go. Life's good, and I'm thinking, shit, am I gonna pull this off, right? Then I said, okay, let me shoot some intros to the Hollywood mm-hmm. sign. Then we drive up, there's a, there's a special place. Mm-hmm. It's called Beachwood Canyon mm-hmm. in LA. You drive up to the top and you see the Hollywood sign, right to the top, you're right there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was praying, devout Muslim, even doing my namaz up there, bro. I was doing the azan. I was God saying, be God, with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can, make it I happen. Throw me a boat here, man. <laughs> it's like, I'm, 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 I'm going to get in legal trouble here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm praying. And then I'm, I never forget, I would stand up there and say, Hey, Shiraz from Tinseltown, live from Hollywood. I'm Access Hollywood for those in Bollywood. I was doing those teasers, bro. Hollywood behind Sign, me. Everything's yeah. done. Christian says to me, Shiraz, you've done this over 100 times, bro. I need mm. content. I need footage. You keep saying the same thing up there. Mm. And then I finished my prayers. I was getting depressed and everything. And then I finished my prayers. And then I'm walking, and a guy he said, What were you doing praying at the Hollywood sign? He's walking his dog.
1: No way, he's us. He's, he, he really you really prayed us, really.
0: Bro man. If I can go to Hajj and I told you yeah. there was no limit of my prayer, and I'm now in L. So namaz, namaz like nonstop. Bro. No way. I swear to God of course i was facing Kaaba, but the hollywood sign was on my backdrop bro it was right there and i'm praying this guy's living there walking his dog and he's saying what are you doing so shiraz
1: you were praying near hollywood
0: yes i was praying near the hollywood sign and in that moment when i met a gentleman he was walking his dog and he says to me why were you praying near the hollywood sign what are you doing what are you doing And at that point, I thought, you know what? Let me tell this guy. I told him everything. Oh, really? London, Uh. sandwiches, uh, radio, Mecca, Bollywood. I told him the whole story. He said, I'm fascinated. So you have a contract that guarantees you distribution to over half a billion people. He said, I'm going to introduce you to a friend of mine. Let me tell you something, the power of prayer, okay? In that one moment, that next day, he took me to one gentleman that changed my life. Okay. His Mm -hmm. name was called Roland Perkins. Mm -hmm. He took me into these guys' offices. The company was called CAA, Creative Artist Agency. The biggest talent agency in the world that represents only A-list stars like Tom Cruise, Spielberg, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Britney Spears, you name it. Triple A-list stars. And I'm walking into the guy. He's brought me in front of and said, this guy has got a show towards India. He doesn't have access to stars and he wants help and i literally said to the guy i have no money i need a, some doors open for you in your life mm-hmm. you have a fancy office here but something happened in your life in your career mm-hmm. that a door opened help me out and, I'll, and i and whatever we need to do on a business deal i'm open let's just make it happen i swear to god from that one moment that one prayer the guy picked up the phone he made introductions to every studio in hollywood that next week. I was interviewing Clint Eastwood, Eddie Murphy, De Niro, Tom Cruise. I literally became Bollywood in Hollywood overnight. And my show overnight became the biggest hit in India. I was in Fortune magazine. All the media covered me. I produced over 200 episodes of my show from that one show. I then became a huge hit in Hollywood for Bollywood, then pivoted my career from there because I had made such a noise for mm-hmm. Bollywood. I said, "I now want to go mainstream. How do I go mainstream? Everyone knows me in India, Middle East, and all yeah. this content. Now I want I want Americans. I want the world to know who is Shiraz? Shiraz. Who's a show? Mm-hmm. And I'm with my business partner, Paresh Ahar, till this day he's my business partner. 20 years still to this still day. Mm-hmm. He's my little brother. The guy that there's always one person that gives you that check. And That's believes him. in you. And my business plan was on a napkin. And he bankrolled it. Okay. I'm sitting with him. And I said, Parish, we've killed it in Bollywood. We've crushed it mm-hmm. all over. I said, I want Hollywood That's now. Hollywood. I want Hollywood now. I want it. As I'm saying this, Britney Spears walks in with 20 paparazzi, filming, filming, filming Britney Spears, craziness going on, and she runs out. The next day, my mother calls me and said, Mubarak, Shiraz, I'm watching you on BBC and Sky News. No having way. coffee with Britney. <laughs> my entire family thought I was bloody either dating or having coffee with Britney because I was on all the big news. I said to Parish, whoever those cameras are. I want them. I want them. Every bit of money that you've got under your pillow, Parish, it's time to spend. I want those people. We've got to lock these guys down. You Literally, saw this power. The next week, if I'm in a coffee shop and my mother sitting in the UK is watching breaking news yeah. of Britney Spears and I'm all over that footage, then so guess what? I need to be in the business of Britney Spears. I have to. I then hired all those guys the next week. They all worked for me. Within seven days... I literally became the most powerful media company in Hollywood. Why? Because when Britney was going crazy, it were my cameras. The whole world wanted that footage. I had a company that, that was born, Hollywood TV, mm. that became the biggest paparazzi agency in Hollywood. I, I was servicing Britney Spears to the entire world. When oh. you saw Britney shaving her head, yeah. when, you, when you saw her going nuts, and you saw her dealing with the paparazzi, yeah. that was me. Okay, I was in that whole circle. Back in 2007. And
1: you're okay? orchestrating all this.
0: Everything. And then I then connected with Paris Hilton because everyone knew me. But mm-hmm. by then, Hollywood TV was on the map. I then started working with Paris Hilton. And Paris Hilton said, you're giving all this love to Britney. No way. Show some love to me. And I want to work out a deal. I've done a deal with Paris. And she said, no problem, Shiraz. From this moment onwards, we're working together. I'm going to tell you what we're everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm and my assistant's going to give you every single day on where we're about and what cameras to send. Meet my assistant, Kim Kardashian. Boo. There you go, brother. Uh-huh. Paris Hilton's assistant. I'm looking at a girl called Kim Kardashian, and now every day we're on speed dial. Come here. Go here. Cameras like this. Film this No bag, way. Change this. Change. Shoot, to that me, extent. Bro, detailed. Okay, for Paris. We're building, building, building. Paris, of course, she was famous. We were mm-hmm. making her more famous, more famous. Then Kim started saying, Shiraz, can you like keep me in the frame? So, what do you mean? No way. Shiraz, yeah. you keep cutting me out. So, what do you mean, Kim? Shiraz, every photo you're putting out to the planet, you see half my ear or <laughs> half my head. I want to be in the frame. Bro, can you just like zoom out, get me in? I said, okay, no problem. I then started telling my team, include her. Put it out, put it out, put it out, put it out. I'll never forget, I had a contract with CBS, Mm -hmm. okay? It was a development deal, millions of dollars. They were paying me every year to my company to supply them content. The executive producer said to me, Shiraz, you ever put that girl, Kim Kardashian, again, in this show? We are the biggest entertainment show in the world, Entertainment Tonight, only biggest stars in the world. And you keep putting this nobody assistant in the Mm -hmm. same footage and you keep pushing her what's the deal here? Why'd you keep pushing her? I said, here's the deal. If you don't air Kim Kardashian, I ain't going to give you Britney Spears. Oh, shit. It's very simple. You're controlling. That's it. Mm. And they said, oh, so you telling us now what we ain't going to get crazy Britney unless you promote this girl called Kim Kardashian? Absolutely. She's my girl. She's my client. Let's double down. Kim has to be everywhere. Not only did I get her on the news, I got her her first job as a host on Entertainment Tonight And I got Chris Jenner a job on the same TV show that no one would hire them, okay? Because I jammed it using the leverage of Britney Spears. Then I built that network and I pushed and I pushed and I pushed and I rammed it down everyone's throat every single night, the word Kardashian, every single day. And it was nonstop. It was everywhere. And I then became Kim's strategist for over a decade of calculated chess moves on how... For her to become famous. Because when I first met her. The first thing she looked at me in the eyes. and said Shiraz. I want to become the most famous person in the world. Make it
1: happen. So Shiraz what you're saying. That everything that you did for Kim. Was calculated. Absolutely calculated. It's just chess move. Everything is a it's chess a strategy move. strategy Everything
0: is a strategy. Everything that you've seen on Kim Kardashian. For the first 10 years of her career. That was me. Poo. I had cameras. I got the footage. I've been showcased on the biggest TV shows on earth that have claimed me mm. as Kim Kardashian's strategist from f- ABC 2020 to Fox to CNN, you name it. Because they know who was the, the, the media machine that made mm-hmm. this happen. The industry is very small in Hollywood. It's a very tiny circle. Mm. I'm in that circle because I'm supplying the drug of fame. So of course I know everybody.
1: I love when you said drug.
0: Yeah, it's a drug. It's a drug. Fame is a drug. Because you can never get enough of it. You always want more. And you got to remember, I've been around... The biggest stars. When, you, when, you, when you're running a network of a paparazzi business, what is paparazzi? Paparazzi is a feeling, bro. True. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad term. Mm-hmm. It means when you come out of a restaurant and those camera lights are going yeah. crazy.
1: It's an addiction.
0: Bro, that's better than your Bugatti. <laughs> they want it. That's better than your watch. Those camera lights, it's currency. Yeah. It's power. And I was controlling that in LA, in the biggest city in the world. Let's go back a bit. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you in the mountain yeah. when I was praying? Yeah. I didn't know it was going to come in the form of that. But my prayer got answered. I was controlling this network of fame, not knowing what I was doing. Building, building, building. I was just non-stop giving people fame. Right? And Kim Kardashian was my biggest case study. Mm-hmm. I then also worked very closely with Zendaya. Yeah. I helped architect her career. Mm-hmm. Worked with Miley Cyrus. Worked with Bieber worked with Logan, worked with so many stars over the years, so many stars. And i then, my brand then became Fame. Why? Because that's what people want. So why
1: you started Fame?
0: So my initial company was uh, Tinseltown. Yeah. Then i done Hollywood TV. Then I have another arm, which is Shiraz Inc. which is consulting. And then Fame was born when my heart was broken. Whoa. Mm -hmm. That's when the name Fame was created. When my in my own personal life absolute emotional love that i had for my partner mm-hmm. broke the rule of putting fame before love well can you tell us about it so it's so addiction for, so for me if someone can put fame before love that for me was the game changer in my life mm-hmm. because i was the guy that was giving so yeah. much fame to everybody until i realized how powerful this drug is yeah, more yeah. powerful than cocaine and heroin mm-hmm. combined people do anything to become famous and when me myself got hurt from this from this because someone wasn't telling the truth mm. someone maybe didn't tell me something they were doing something without me knowing for fame, for fame. or whatever that's when 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 i got hurt okay that's when I was it COVID Mm -hmm. on a lockdown. Not like Dubai lockdown. You guys Mm -hmm. were chilling, bro. You were chilling. We were locked down in the US. Okay. Alone. At home. Heart ripped to pieces. And I said, I cannot believe that fame is more important than love. How? How is Mm -hmm. this even possible? Now I'm like trying to figure it out. How can this be? And in the moment of pain, I told my team, I said, bring a camera crew, film me. Oof. I said, because I'm about to teach the world how to become famous without doing a deal with the devil. And my team were like, what are you doing? I said, I'm creating fame masterclass. I'm going to teach Oof. everyone how not to get screwed over. You want to become famous? Oh, I'm going to teach you. I'm gonna tell you all the tricks and tools that I've learned over two decades mm. with making some of the most famous people in pop culture history. What I saw, not many people have seen in their life. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it. Front, front of my eyes. And I got hurt exactly. personally. Yeah. I must speak. I'll never forget. Bro, I was filming this on cell phones. No production. Copy. Just a couple of iPhones. A white wall. And I spoke and I spoke and I spoke and I spoke, and not knowing that God is going to give me a masterpiece, not a masterclass.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And in that moment, my life changed because my purpose changed. Because before it was fame, money, travel, this, because you get sucked exactly. into Spotlight, that, right? Everything, yeah. everything. I'm with the clients. Yeah. So I'm there. I'm like making those moves, right? And then I realized. I need to teach people, I'll have my business, I still consult for the biggest stars Mm -hmm. today, biggest brands in the world, but I've got to teach people. How can they get to their goal, whether it's a brand, Mm -hmm. whether it's an individual, to get famous, but do it the right way. There are many ways that you can do it, so you Mm -hmm. don't have to compromise, sell your soul and all of this. And the Masterclass by the Blessing of God became an overnight hit. It was then covered on ABC 2020, I was then put on a TV show. It's
1: an online as, platform, right? It's online. It's online. Yeah.
0: Just go on famemasterclass.com, mm-hmm. watch 10 videos, and I break down the blueprint wow. of the biggest stars in the world. How much does it cost for the people? Right know? now, it's $300. Mm-hmm. Yeah, $300 for 10, nice. for, for 10 videos. You know, And if people want to work with us after that, they contact. We work with them one-on-one. Super. You know, things like that. But for me, it was more about helping people because mm-hmm. I saw what I had to personally go through. And I didn't want anyone else to go through that. And then... Literally I was covered on every single major news station in the United States, Mm -hmm. mainstream media. I then was selected to be on Paris Hilton's movie, This Is Paris, I was my main guest. I was a strategist there. Kardashian's Billion Dollar Dynasty, Mm -hmm. that's airing worldwide right now. I'm the strategist Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Celebrity, ABC 2020. These are all big, the biggest TV shows in the States. Mm -hmm. I was covered as that guy and it was all tied back to my masterclass. So today I'm very humbled An honoured, you know, when I share and I speak about my journey, I'm giving you the roadmap Mm -hmm. because I've seen it. But if I ask you, what are the warnings Mm -hmm. for becoming famous? So first warning, yeah, of course, there's a warning, but you've got to remember that first question. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to ask yourself: brand or individual? Doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. You know, fame is a good thing, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: not a bad thing. Why do you want it? Why? Why do I want fame? For what reason? Why
1: do people, yeah, Yeah. you have a
0: a lot of... Worshipped, Mm -hmm. tension, Mm -hmm. lack of confidence, want to be loved, Mm -hmm. want to be appreciated. That's why a lot of people want fame, want to become famous. True. Not a bad things, not at all. But you've got to figure out why do I want it, okay? And then what am I making myself famous for? Mm -hmm. Kim had one goal. I just want to be famous. And that's it. I don't want anything else. I don't want a product. I do not even think about any of that stuff today. She had to become famous first, then became the billionaire. Mm. Logan Paul had to become famous first, then became the billionaire. Zendaya had to become famous. Now she has over $100 million in her bank account. Mm-hmm. It's fame. Fame. Money follows True. fame, right? So you've got to, a lot of people want it, and there are strategies behind it. Yeah. And you need, it's like any business. It's show business. Mm -hmm. It's a business side of fame. So you need to understand the mechanics of the business that you're getting into. And unfortunately, people get caught up with the glamor, the glitz, and they have all of this crazy stuff that they want, but they're not seeing what it really takes.
1: But a question, somebody wants to be famous. So he wants fame. It means that fame is number one priority and everything else is secondary. So I'm going to be
0: very frank with yeah. you. I might upset a lot of your listeners. Mm. I might even create some divorces yeah. or some breakups. <laughs> Sign your prenups now, brother, uh, right before no, I speak. No. <laughs> okay? Because it's very simple. If you are in a relationship, and I'm only telling you this from pure experience, okay? If you love your partner, whoever wants to be famous, Okay, if you don't give her wings to fly Mm -hmm. without holding her back, give her all the love, all the support, zero jealousy, zero insecurity. Give her real power, not a lousy Bugatti Mm -hmm. that's called control, Mm -hmm. not a Hermes handbag that is control, not red bottom heels which is control wings to fly to say, baby, I support you unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Go get your dream. Do what you have to do. Guess what? That person, first of all, will never do something bad if she's not being controlled. Mm -hmm. So the first question you need to ask yourself, if you are in a relationship, business, brand, whatever it is, first number one principle to get to the top of the mountain. Who is in your inner circle? Mm -hmm. Who is your support system? Who is in your ear that's only giving you positive vibrations, not negativity? Mm -hmm. And if you have the foundations of spirituality, religion, family, love, honesty, trust, and you have that, okay, a man should not be insecure if if you are giving your woman who wants to become famous everything and every bit of support she ain't gonna cheat question she ain't gonna leave you a question you are positioning fame
1: is for women Mm. why you give this example
0: because of course fame is for everybody Mm -hmm. but the reason i talk more about women because i see how many dreams and hearts are broken on an hourly basis by insecure men who think they're strong they think they've got money they've got power real power is when you give your loved ones wings to fly and go make it happen and magic that's power now from a guy's point of view okay of course you can be famous of course whatever you've got to do but then you also have to let your partner know i'm going to be putting this right now Mm -hmm. at the forefront of our relationship because if i don't i'm not going to get to my goal i can balance it but i will never become super famous
1: did you see any like a lot of relationships got broken because of fame
0: maybe one yesterday yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) brother what are you talking about i'm the biggest fame dealer in the world brother so you see this is on a daily basis this is very powerful it's a message that people need to listen to what i'm saying If you are in a relationship, guy going for fame, be very, or if you could even be single, Mm -hmm. make it your priority to become famous. Mm -hmm. Don't hurt people. Be honest. And you're going to become famous. You are going to live your dream. Mm -hmm. You are. You can't have anything holding you back. Because fame has rules. Fame has competition. It's got other people around you. And if you've got anything that's holding you back, Someone else is getting that gig. Someone else is getting that job. Someone else is getting that brand deal. Doesn't mean you have to do bad because you need that support system. Mm -hmm. So if you're a guy, same thing, but you have to explain to your partner that in order for me to become famous, now you're asking me fame.
2: Mm -hmm. Uh, You're
0: not not talking about doctor. It could be anything. If you want to be number one in your brand, you have to put your business first. If you're in a relationship and you're a female and you want to be a star, career comes before relationship but if you are honest with your partner and say if you give me this i guarantee you the woman will be loyal to you mm-hmm. the woman will never mess around if the man is a mountain not a pussycat
2: 90 mm-hmm.
0: percent of rich men that i know bro they're little they're little kittens kittens mm-hmm. pussy cats no power bro real power is when you give your loved ones wings to fly my brother mm-hmm. because those women come to me crying those women come to me absolutely heartbroken telling me how they are controlled so i go deep in my master class because if i don't figure this son of a gun out you're never gonna fly
1: but a question in sales we say like we qualify clients correct okay. i qualify i can close this person or not in fame do you qualify there are people qualified to be famous mm-hmm. or not or mm-hmm. anybody can be famous
0: for me it's hunger
1: So
0: mm-hmm. my qualification yeah. let's say you want to become famous yeah. okay my number one question i'm going to ask you are you willing to put fame the 24 7 i don't want to think of anything else right now and i want you to scream out like a lion mister mm-hmm. i want the entire world to know Alpha talks mm-hmm. 24-7 and rub Alpha talks down everyone's throat 24-7. And I want to be Hunger. sick, sick of your face. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, there he is again. Oh my God, this dude just don't give up. Everywhere. If you are willing to double down and go all in, now you're qualified. Mm-hmm. If you're not all in, how then, how just, just, work. then just say, I want to be known. Don't ever insult me and use the word fame. Mm-hmm. I want to be known is okay. That's still beautiful. Because if you have love, if you have spirituality, That's what you, want. you have mm-hmm. peace, you have your religion, you have your culture, you're already winning. True. A-listers, brother. A-listers are living a soulless life. Soulless.
1: Sleeping on a golden pillow.
0: Golden pillow. I've traveled the world with Kim Kardashian, my friend, and Paris Hilton. The most famous people in the world. And when I finish my activation, I take them to the presidential suites. Alone. Into their palace rooms. Hugging onto a pillow.
1: True. What strategies now people use, or you use, for people to become famous? In order to be famous...
0: Give me a scenario. uh, Who? Yeah,
1: for example. No, look let's say between now and back then to be famous back then it was now the competition is very hard so you need to be extremely disruptive am i correct
0: if you are not disruptive you're not going to get heard.
1: so for example somebody comes to you and tell you make me famous so can you just tell us what kind of process you pass through so people understand
0: well first of all i'm going to ask you what do you do Mm -hmm. let's role play this yeah Tell me, you're a state agent. Give me me an example. Is it an actor? Let's say, for example, yeah, a real estate guy. Okay. I'm a real estate guy. Okay. Tell me more about yourself. Mm,
1: I'm a broker. I sell real estate in Dubai.
0: Okay. So does everyone else with a pulse, what else you got?
1: Exactly. Till now, I didn't identify this.
0: Okay. So So, we have to first, let's figure it out. mm -hmm. Are you going to dye your hair pink? Are you going to be the dancing real estate? Are you going to be the rapper real estate agent? Who are you? What makes uh, you pop? Give me some masala. Mm-hmm. give me something right now I'm a real estate agent and I want to become famous yes Dick Tracy mm-hmm. everyone else when I land in Dubai bro is, is pitching me off plan they're pitching me real estate oh there's that guy with the pink hair there's that the guy that sells you real estate but he raps and he sells it to you mm-hmm. there's that guy that wears the most extravagant clothing there's that guy that does you need there's that guy Okay. let's start there mm-hmm. So that's made you stand out. Okay. So now you're standing out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's literally like being this wall is all black, and, and there's I a pink a dot on it. You're focused on mm-hmm. the pink dot. True. So I haven't said you have to be a better salesman. I haven't said you have to nothing. have- nothing. True. I didn't say any the of that. I didn't say you have to big blah, blah, office. Blah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Who are you? How, how, well, you how do you stand out? How do you stand out? And you
1: help clients to of stand course, out with strategies. and Absolutely.
0: So let's I, say- I have clients who I make them walk on a red carpet, and I've already stole the show because everyone's looking at what they're wearing.
2: Mm-hmm. I've
0: already done my job. Unknown talent, or well, I make them wear something with a statement on it. Okay. That the media is, is saying is a, a statement mm-hmm. on that dress. So and then you, they if stand the real out. estate guy now they stand out. Yeah. Now we amplify. Amplify. Now we double down. Now we start creating content. If you're not going to create content. Co- content is the drug, bro. You've got to get it out there. Did you see a lot of
1: celebrities that f- passed the phase of creating content and now they're suffering? They're unemployed.
0: Mm-hmm. No, they're not suffering. They're, they're not getting not. work. It's reality. You know, you, someone who is not going to today, like exactly what you said. Back in the day, we didn't have those platforms. Mm-hmm. We had TV. Radio, we had radio.
1: Billboards.
0: Billboards. Yeah. Maybe we had movies. True. If you can get in. Now, you have every technology in your hand that can make you famous Mm -hmm. so now it's gone a million x of how hard it is to stand out so that's why you have to be disruptive you have to be loud but let me ask you a question means to stand out mean i have to be people to hate me or not hate comes with fame okay so if you think that your everything's going to be rosy Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful rose petals and everyone's going to love you hell no the most famous people today are the most hated the most famous people today on social media are the most trolled people. Mm-hmm. Can you take it? Do you have the thick skin? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So now you're crying. Now you're going to throw in the towel because look, read these comments. Bro, I've seen marriages break up, bro, yeah. over negative comments. True. Where's the power?
1: So creating negative, creating hype
0: is you the way to. You must think. have hype. Hype is where you stand out. Now people are going to see do you have influence? Mm-hmm. Your hype. Do does it convert into some form of people are listening to you? People are watching you. Now the ultimate test is, can you sell this? True. It comes down to you at the end of the day, brother, yeah. the sales, yeah. it does. But you got to first get to know me. i got to stand out. If I'm going to sell you a house and you're going to come to me first, got to get through the millions of other people that are mm-hmm. called themselves agents. I'm that guy. I'm producing content every day. I'm in the media every day. I'm showing up every day. I'm spending my own money to be in the media. I don't care. I want everyone to know me. So If you're going to have that belief system and you're double downing on you, Mm -hmm. you're betting on you. People who say to me, I'm not going to spend money on myself, then good luck, my Mm -hmm. friend. Good luck. Good luck.
1: True. A question, another question.
0: How fast
1: people can become famous? Like tell you, okay, I'm interested. Okay, Shiraz. Does it take long
0: time? Does it take like a year two, ten? Have you heard of a, something that's called viral? Yes, it can happen in a moment. Mm-hmm. With your help and yes, with absolutely, bro. You need strategy. You need. You can all of a sudden be nobody, and tomorrow you can become famous. You need to tie yourself in the news. You need to be be uh, uh, relevant. You mm-hmm. can't just be like old school and you're not updating. Be in the know. So with be with every client, out there
1: you sit and have a strategy i, with have, to, I have to
0: sit down with Find people what that that's if i'm working with them one-on-one yeah some people come to me i just want this i want this marketing strategy ah, okay. i'm launching a brand i'm doing this a lot of people of course they want the the, the all you can eat mm-hmm. True. okay but i say no uh, on a weekly basis i probably 90 percent of people i turn down because i know it's not going it to work happen i know you can pay me the money but i'm going to ask you to do one two three four five you're going to do it and they won't do it it's called like they have self-help books yeah that's called shelf help Uh because they never read them True. i bought it don't go take that money go to vegas bro put on red done because unless you're going to show up and do the work there is a process you know i tell everybody do you want to know how famous you are let's just do a right for where you are right now Mm -hmm. google your name shiraz google has any relationship fame oh are you kidding me brother so let me tell you something first thing i do First thing, and I want everyone to do this. Mm-hmm. Whoever is listening to this, I know you have listeners around the world. Yeah. Okay. Here's your test today. Okay. Your bank balance, okay, in many cases, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. when you're starting out to become on the journey of fame, is called trust. Okay. I love that. Number one. Mm-hmm. So I want people for all my entrepreneurs that are listening to right now. Okay, all of them right now who are listening. I want you to change this word called fame and turn it to the word trust. Mm-hmm. And I want you to do one thing right now. Okay, in the business of trust. If I'm going to close someone, if I'm going to sell something, if I'm going on a date and I want to impress someone, and I want to show them who I am. Don't show your watch. Don't show your car. No one's going to see your house. No one's even going to see your bank balance. True, They're going to Google your name. Bam. So wherever you are today in your life, I want you to ask yourself a question. If I had an outstanding Google presence, (laughs) that on page one, I look like a rock star. On page two, I look like a rock star. On page three, four, five, six, seven, I also click on images and they're all my pictures, nobody else's. Mm-hmm. I then click on videos, they're all my videos. I click on the news tab and I am current as hell. Mm. If you have that in your business, what I just told you, which no one does, these are the basic rules of fame Google. Ooh. And I help clients like you have no idea. And if your Google presence is polished, It's maintained and it's updated. That's That will that will reflect your bank account. That will reflect your clients. Because Google is your trust meter. Mm -hmm. If I've just met you, and I'm going to say this is down to your personal life or your professional life. If I've just met a girl or a guy in a bar, people are meeting, couples are meeting, whatever, and a nice energy, nice chat. There's a couple places they're going to look. Social media. True and they're gonna Google your name. Nothing. If yeah. nothing comes up, you're already a warning flag. You're yeah,
1: nobody. Yeah.
0: You're a warning flag. Mm-hmm. So how come he has such a nice car? That means he? was easy doing something shady that I don't know. Who is this yeah. guy? He's not even out there, right? So I help clients today. Some of my biggest clients today is I transform, transform people's Google presence. Mm-hmm. Like you have no idea. Which is
1: the digital footprint.
0: It's the stamp. Mm-hmm. It's the stamp that can even attract a soulmate. Yeah. True. Your next client. True. Your next person that's going to be in your life is based upon what I do. And, I, and I'm in a very blessed position today that I'm helping people change their lives. It's 100%. not about, it's not about yeah. fame anymore. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if I can help you in your presence and polish you up and now you've attracted love, mm-hmm. we're winning. If you're attracting, closing more deals, we're Opportunities, winning. is true. Right? Because it comes down to, do I trust you? And imagine if you're not in the news, and this is the most basic element, and that's why you need to be with people who are experienced in mm-hmm. this business. Anyone can sell you a press article. Anyone can do anything like that. True. You need media strategists behind I you. Them, What's How the story? What's the story? How are you going to continue doing it? Are you winning an, an awards? And it's are not winning... a
1: short term. You long said term. something very, it's yeah, a long term. Long term, term. This, this is a grind. So like one article and thank you very much. Yeah, because,
0: because you can do one article, but guess what? Google's go, gonna always timestamp. There's they, gonna be a timestamp on done. that. Now we're, oh, so you were famous 14 years ago. Yeah. Oh yes, mashallah, amazing. <laughs> Google don't lie, bro, True. they timestamp that. True. And if I'm meeting you, if I'm getting a job, or if I'm gonna now sell something, mm-hmm. and I see, man, this guy's active, that's going to help your business. True. Just, I want to go
1: back again because I I want a lot of people to join your uh, masterclass, the Fame Masterclass. Mm. People will join the Fame Masterclass. What they will get? So,
0: so you can so first what do of you all, promise? I'm going to wake you up. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing because we need to have some spiritual rules here. You want to enter Fame? You know what I love a... in
1: our talk? Yeah. You've been with celebrities, yeah. the nightlife, the yeah. the the the. Yeah. The, yeah. But you always go back and say spiritual. 100%. Values. Absolutely.
0: I love that. Because you're saying, take my masterclass. My masterclass starts off with all the warning signs, Mm -hmm. with all the red flags. Everyone says to me, Shiraz, just sell the glam. Mm -hmm. You can do this. I said, why? I said, let me warn people that if you want to be famous, I'm going to tell you the road. Mm -hmm. I've done it. It's not like I'm, I'm teaching you something I haven't done. I do it till this day. Current. I'm real-time, right? I'm going to tell you the steps that have to be taken. I'm also going to tell you what to do, what not to do, how love overrules fame. Mm-hmm. If you have a partner that's supporting you, man, trade or everything else in, bro. Double down there because you can't find that. When someone's with you in the bad, they're with you in the grind. Everyone else is going to use you, bro. Mm. Everyone else is going to do something to take some kind of transaction from you. So first thing in my book of my masterclass is appreciate our loved ones. Number one, never lie to our loved ones. Make sure we have trust, loyalty. Mm. Only surround ourselves with people who want us to win. Any negative thorns or any energy that's toxic, get out. Mm-hmm. Now take my masterclass. You mean that this, because fame attracts, I, I don't wanna
1: say garbage or whatever, but people will be at, like, you understand what I wanna say? Like, listen, when you becomes The famous, more
0: famous you are, the more attracted the good and the bad. Right? Yeah. The good and the bad that is gonna come. Yeah. It's gonna come, true right? But you have to have your own self and say, okay, listen, I'm willing to take my brand, my career, my business. I wanna be number one. Mm-hmm. That's why I want fame, okay? But before you do that, all I'm saying is let's have the foundation level strong, because once you have the strong here, you have the love, you have the spirituality, you have all these things. Now it's business. True. What's the point of being a successful businessman but heartbroken? Mm-hmm. What's the point of lonely. being a... You know how many lonely yeah. men drive Ferraris, bro, yeah. <laughs> or sitting yeah. on their jet, sure. bro? I'll I'll put me in the back of economy, bro. If someone's telling yeah. me they love me, yeah. I'm I'm With I'm them. there all day long. True. I've been on the jets. I've been on sure. so many private jets, not mine, my clients. And
1: you saw a lot of unhappy. All unhappy,
0: famous. bro. Come on. Yeah. Because they're not looking at what's reality, man. Yes. Money is good. Power is good. All of these things are amazing. But love brother is the ultimate currency. Mm-hmm. Cause when you have that, you're already rich. How to become famous. You take my masterclass. If you follow it, you're going to become famous. If you don't follow it, that's my guarantee, brother. Mm-hmm. You follow my steps, you're going to get known. You're going to get famous. Now, you want to talk about super famous? Different no, rules, bro. Different rules, bro. Mm-hmm. Let's first start to take some steps towards me. How long is the Fame Class? Can people finish it? Four or five hours. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just watch it's it. Condensed. You entertain it. It's yeah. condensed. It's a lot of soul. I speak from the heart. Mm-hmm. I'm not scripted. I don't read. I just speak straight of how it is, of what I've experienced. And after that, if people want to work with us one on one, they want, they, maybe they, let's they say they're a, a, a real estate agent mm-hmm. or they're an accountant or a plastic surgeon, Customer you name it, bro. I can make anyone famous, brother. No. That's, that's, that's my guarantee. But there's rules. And people is it cheap? 100%. No. It, listen, your bloody Chanel handbag costs money, yes or no? True. Okay? Mm-hmm. The watches you're wearing cost money, yes or mm-hmm. no, right? So does fame. Same thing if you're coming in expecting, oh, my God, you're investing in who? You. Because there's no better feeling, brother, when you walk into a restaurant and everyone's head turns, brother. Come on, man. That's That's power. Come on. You all dress up, you're dolled up, and you walk in, and everyone's, oh, my God. You want that, oh, my God? Takes work. Yeah. And sacrifice takes work heart. and I'm not saying be a superstar's girlfriend that's temporary fame mm-hmm. yes you can get famous oh because you're with this person sure. temporary fame your own fame your independent fame there are rules to that and I'm very blessed as being one of the top fame strategists on earth on earth that's been through the game that understands it and you know how humble I am mm-hmm. not a show off yeah. I just know my shit I know it Because I've been there, I've done it, and it works. And spiritual and have values. Have to have that. You don't have that, you you don't have anything. You don't have it. Is there fame in the metaverse? Of course there's fame in the metaverse. Tell us about it. There are people right now, (laughs) robots, that are making more money than celebrities. There are AI avatars that are making, they have deals with IMG, Mm -hmm. Warner Music, faces of Prada, Gucci, LV, avatars, brother. Robots the new technology today humans are being replaced based. with ai there was a strike in hollywood now for seven months based upon ai because their likeness is being used they're not getting paid now imagine i can create a robot that looks exactly like me yeah and and can work 24/7 doesn't sleep done and no attitude no drama and it's going to work and it's exactly identical even to my voice do you,
1: do you help your clients enter this area
0: absolutely that's why i'm on the forefront i have to be on the forefront that's why my my network is growing i'm educating i'm trying to surround myself with the latest technologies and things that people don't anticipate that's going to come and that's why i'm also based between los angeles and dubai Mm -hmm. i make sure i'm around innovation i make sure around the cutting edge of what's happening in the world so i can share it with my business clients my personal clients celebrities influencers doesn't matter who it is
1: How do you connect Hollywood with Dubai and Abu Dhabi? And what's your vision?
0: Over the last 15 years, I've been bringing the most famous celebrities from Los Angeles to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian's first international trip, I brought her to Dubai, shut down the Dubai Mall. Mm. I took Jennifer Lopez to Qatar, made her $2 million just for shaking her ass for 20 Mm. minutes. Not bad, huh? Mm -hmm. Just for 20 minutes. Money. Zendaya. Justin Bieber. List goes on, Paris Hilton. So many celebrities are bought back and forth. And then other talent going to the, to the US as well, Priyanka Chopra. Mm-hmm. When she wanted to become famous in Hollywood, I worked very closely with her manager to become famous in Hollywood. So Middle East for me is a, is a very powerful, very especially right now. You know, Dubai is, it's, I'm calling Dubai the new LA. Mm -hmm. It is. It's the new Hollywood. It's the new world of opportunity. Safer. Spiritual. Yes, we have rules. But boy, would I rather have rules than Mm -hmm. have a war fest of what happens in the United States. True. Okay? You can have your kids walk around. It's free. Safety. There's religion. There's culture. It's accepted everybody. It's a melting pot of the world.
1: Is there any project you're working on now that people should be waiting for in Dubai Middle East? that you want to give a glimpse of
0: it? For for me, I'm just going to keep giving fame. Mm -hmm. If I can serve the Middle East and help them of their journey, whether it's a mega project in Saudi, whether Mm -hmm. it's a major project in Qatar or some huge project in Dubai, or if it's a, a business owner, as long as I am doing my purpose and helping people get more recognized, get them more trust so they can elevate their businesses and brands and their lives change, I'm already winning, bro. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I'm already winning. I'm not after that hustle. What's that one thing? God's already given it to me. Mm Fame. God's given me something that I prayed for, bro, in Hajj. I never knew it would come in the form of this, but it's coming in the form of education.
1: If I ask Shiraz, what's, of course, if I ask you now, do you have habits and routines in you that contributed to your success?
0: I pray. I pray every day. I'm scared of God. I love, I love my inner circle, whoever's close to me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate, I don't lie. I'm not perfect.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I try my hardest, I give my best, but I don't lie. I'm going to tell you how it is. Mm-hmm. I have no reason to sit here and okay. try and bullshit you. I'll tell you how it is. It doesn't matter how much pain I have. Yeah Let me just put my cards on straight. the table, because God kicks in.: yeah. So you're not going to see me show off, I don't care) mm-hmm. This is my situation. This is what we're doing. Like I said, I don't go after... I don't need to hunt for a mm-hmm. flash car.
2: True.
0: I don't need to live in the best areas of why. But you help people. Of course. That's, that's, that's what they want. Mm-hmm. That's like a plastic surgeon giving someone a yeah. boob job, bro. Or, 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 or a Kim K. butt. Mm-hmm. You know, or a facelift. Mm-hmm. That's his gift. Okay. For me, those things don't impress me. I'll help you get them. I'll guide you on what you have to do to get them. But if you follow what I've learned, your outcome will be happier. Mm. Because otherwise you come out lost. What's success for you? Success for me is love, brother. Mm. Love. A woman that loves you, who's loyal to you, who you can actually say she's got your back. You know how you look straight into Bro, I'm telling you straight, bro. I know the deal, bro. I don't break. I don't care how rich you are. I don't care how powerful you are. You have a woman who loves you, bro. Worship that woman. Could be your mother.
2: Yeah.
0: Could be your sister. Could be your girlfriend. Could be your wife. If you have love, you're already winning, bro. Because everyone chases fame, money, power to, in the end, have love and peace. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if you they have lose it. Peace, bro. You're already winning. Everything else is material. If you want to have a better house. Bro, Mm -hmm. focus on your Google (laughs) update (laughs) on social media it's not rocket science I'll help you do Mm -hmm. it these are things that you can do easy but if you're going after them mega then you have to put like I said love second and go after what you want it's not a bad thing Mm -hmm. but but don't hurt anyone go do it go make it happen right but if if it's for me success is love
1: love and peace you know you're the first Your first guest that I have, an alpha guest, that said this, Mm. success is love.
0: Mm. Because I'll tell you why all Mm. the other alphas put them in front of me. Mm. I will break those alphas because I'd ask them straight. You have a woman that you really love? Give her wings to fly, brother. Prove it. I want to see how alpha you are. Because I see alpha men on a daily basis, brother, who hide that shit that they call strength. They're weak when it comes to their women living their dream. Ask me. I'm the guy that sits on the other side of it. And I hear those women call me, complain heartbroken, and their dudes have no idea. So if you want to the alpha part, what's an alpha for you? For me, an alpha is giving. You give in whatever capacity that you have, small, large, that's a man who can give
1: not a lot of people like and those.
0: I'm going to tell you right now when it comes to love a real alpha man real alpha man will look at his woman go fly that's a real alpha man and what's an alpha woman? an alpha woman is exactly how you support your man and your loved ones and be loyal for me an alpha woman is going to be trust and loyalty that's all i ask for
2: what legacy do you want to leave
0: the legacy for me in this in theory. whatever god has given me if i can help people with my learnings with my experience not to do a deal with the devil for fame i've left my purpose
1: did you hold a couple of your clients from doing things having deals with the
0: devil absolutely
1: and said an like no no i shut
0: that down Shut it down. Shut it down with Kim Kardashian. I shut it down with Miley Cyrus. I shut it down with Paris Hilton. I shut it down with Zendaya. Oh, the devil is tempting, brother. Oh, he's around. (laughs) He's around. (laughs) You got to shut it down. How
1: did you shut it down from yourself? That's very interesting.
0: Because I I got hurt. I told you I got pain. God gave me pain to show me that people put fame before love. Be aware of it. And I was an illusion. So it woke me up. Believe me, you saw a dead man walking during COVID, bro. I was a dead man walking. Because I never knew that a a, a gigantic truck is going to knock out my heart. Thinking that why would people put fame before love? I had to go through that. And when I'm sharing these stories, I'm sharing this experience. People might not like it. People might say it's absolute nonsense. Until... It happens. Mm. And they're going to like, holy damn, that dude on Alpha Talks You mentioned that. And I tell people, it's going to happen because it's just like if you're a doctor. I'm a doctor for fame. I see right through it. I'm like an Mm x-ray. I swear to God, the amount of rich billionaires in Dubai that I've sat with, with the most stunning model women, Victoria's Secret times 10 (laughs) they dumped them bro weak men weak they're not willing to give the woman what they really want and if you can just give someone independence love and just support them in their what their dream is and let them go oh you're gonna win you're gonna win let's go
1: through a quick fire insights questions should us tell me who's the person that influenced you the most in your life mother It's into the heart. Your favorite book?
0: Unleash the Power Within, Tony Robbins.
1: Your favorite city to live in?
0: Dubai. Wow.
1: Movie genre,
0: your favorite? Romantic.
1: Your life's biggest regret?
0: My life's biggest regret is if I don't try. If I don't do something, I don't ever want to live in a what if. Even Mm -hmm. if I fail, even if I lose, I have to try.
1: Tea or coffee? Tea. Beach or mountains? Beach. The favorite travel destination?
0: I would say Dubai, but I'm staying here because I'm still a US citizen, brother. <laughs> <To> LA. <laughs> uh, so LA, but, but it's between LA and Dubai.
1: Sunrise or sunset? Sunset. Favorite cuisine?
0: Favorite cuisine yeah. is going to be uh, Turkish. Ooh.
1: Favorite car brand?
0: Favorite car brand. Favorite car brand i don't have one and there's a reason i don't have uh. one is because i know branding <laughs> <laughs> then the next question will be what's your favorite watch brand <laughs> i don't have one <laughs> because i'm in the business of building brands so i know it's a, an emotional journey mm-hmm. so when you tell me brands i True. think very differently
1: so you don't have favorite watch brand favorite
0: no brand. i don't even have a watch i don't want to watch
1: okay you have a your photo which is well known photo. You have a particular way of posing. And with people think hands. it's yeah. People think that
0: you're like with the paparazzi. People think that I it, it's it's you're I'm I'm blocking the paparazzi yeah, exactly. when I put my hand up. Yeah. This picture I took the day my heart was broken and I was in absolute pieces and I looked at the camera when I was doing my master class mm-hmm. and I put my hand up like this and I told my team I said make sure she never comes near my heart. And it was to protect my heart. That's the story behind. No one knows. Yeah. I always do it. They think, why is he doing yeah. this? It's because it's a shield that I have a shield here. Mm-hmm. I have a shield on my heart now. You know, because it's something that we're so pure that we have that we should it. all protect it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't just be honest. Honest. Honest will make you win. Honest will make you sleep. I told you, I've got clients that are so rich, bro. They don't have peace. They don't have spirituality. They don't have love. If you balance it out, then you're winning at whatever level of financial level you want. You can have a big house, small house, big car, small. It doesn't matter. Whatever. You can go. I'm a motivated guy, Mm -hmm. bro. It's not like, you know, I'm just going to walk. You know what I mean? I'm not like speaking like that. But- if you want those rewards, there's a, there's a different language for you to get that mm-hmm. in order to, to, to achieve it. If you want to sell an apartment or you want to sell a billion dollar house,
1: mm-hmm. or a mansion, like, or, yeah, or, or, there are or, different
0: rules. True, Human behavior is still buying. You know, that's true. what I always say. I always say this philosophy. There's a customer for economy. Mm-hmm. There's a customer for business class. There's a customer for first class. Jets. And there's a private jet Jets. customer. Who's your client? Who is your client? And if you're doing business, whoever your client is, you can be rich in all categories. Worship your client. Give them what they want. It's very simple. I learned that from Jack Ma. Yeah. I was on a private jet once with him. One of my Chinese clients Mm -hmm. was working with him. And I asked him. And he said, it's very simple. When someone asks you for something, just give it to them
1: whether it's in whatever category
0: could be an economy, customer, business class, first class or the jet if they've asked for something, just give, give it to it. them
1: Just we have a ritual in the alpha talks it's called the alpha talks memoir the alpha talks memoir we ask the alpha guest three things number one is to write his, about his experience in the alpha talks and we'll do it after shooting and the second one is to write a question to the next alpha guest it's a way of connecting the alpha guests together they're not knowing who's writing the question and the third, who do you recommend to be the next Alpha Guest who can really give value to our audience? Hmm. But before we start the writing part, I will ask you the question from the previous Alpha Guest. Okay. And I don't know it, so let's... Uh, if you could do anything, anything, what would you do differently? Repeat it. If you could do anything, what would you do differently?
0: You're a guy who disrupts. If I was and- to do anything, how I'd, would I do it differently? Hmm one head of a question i would think of the pros and cons before i do it Mm, not going emotionally i would think what's my upside what's my negative normally i go straight Straight. through the fire if i were to think now i would say if i do this what is my upside what What is is my downside and then decide and go in thank you very much
1: i loved it thank you for being with us today there was a lot of i would say knowledge bombs that the audience will love and i'm sure we're gonna do more episodes
0: yes absolutely. getting more deep, deep yes. into fame and bring me some of those alphas uh, of course <laughs> i want to turn those alphas into pussy <laughs> pussycats brother i'll do it on your show let's do it <laughs> let's do it
1: Pleasure. okay brother thank you thank, thank you, you. that wraps another inspiring episode of today's show. I hope that this episode has ignited your inner alpha and left you feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to conquer any challenge that comes your way. Remember, alphas aren't born, they're made. It isn't about dominating others. It's about embracing your authenticity, leading with integrity, and making a positive impact on the world. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Alpha Talks on your favorite podcast platform. Leave us a review and share the podcast with your fellow alphas. Also connect with us on social media at Seif Hakim. hakim Share your thoughts, insight, and stories of personal and business growth with us. Let's create a movement of alphas supporting one another. The world needs more alphas like you, exactly. Until next time, stay bold, stay driven, and stay alpha.